video cassette and select DVD. They'll leave you screaming for more. Hey, cool friends. Friends. Oh, we that was it. great. That across, was really good. We did that. Across time zones. Across multiverses. <laughs> across the multiverse. Yes. <laughs> How are we? Welcome to the show for the first time, Joey. Yes, first time. Correct. Yeah. Thank you. That is wild. Welcome, (laughs) Joey, from the Krypton to Alderaan. We are so honored to have our bestie on the show. Yes. I'm so excited, Joey. Thank you for coming. No, I'm very excited. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, I love this. Y'all have been on Krypton to Alderaan a couple of times. I'm very excited to be here. Good. Thanks for having well, me. Yeah. Yeah, we were, of course, we were supposed to have you a while ago, and obviously things happen like life. And we were going to talk <laughs> horror and Marvel. This was before the Multiverse of Madness came out. You know what? It's probably a good thing it got postponed. I mean, kind of, yeah. right? Because now we can do it. <laughs> it. It's kind of perfect. Yeah. Because yeah. now I've been able um, to weasel my way into your Doctor Strange conversation. But wouldn't have, have it any other way. Like, this is the no. way it needs to happen. Of course. Um, before we get into it, Joey, do you want to, like, give a little spiel about KTA? Oh, sure. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Um, I'm Joey from Krypton Daldron, that's my podcast. I host it with three other people, my partner Lorelai and our best friends Royce and Robin. Um, and we talk all about nerdy pop culture stuff, but it's mostly Star Wars. We haven't talked in a while. Um, this is my first podcast in a long time. So we were taking a little break. Uh, we hopefully are coming back for Obi-Wan Kenobi. And yeah, that's what we do. We love Star Wars and to a fault, probably. (laughs) I think every Star Wars fan loves it to a fault. So I'll stand with you in that, Joey. (laughs) I think any fan loves anything to a fault. We'll probably Um, get into that. Me me at Wanda. (laughs) Yeah, me, literally me at my uh, genocidal queen. Um, But um, Chase and I also have not, we literally just said this, but we also have not recorded in over a month. Yeah. Um, so um, buckle Good up. Luck. Anyone listening. Grab <laughs> your engines. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Well, how are we? Yeah, let's, let's start just there. start there. Let's start there. Um, I'm doing fine. I'm doing good. Um, very excited about the weeks to come. Um, Baze and I are going to New York for a trip that was planned a long time ago. And then I'm going to Star Wars Celebration. So I don't have anything to complain about except just trying to get everything in a row um, so it can be all just run smoothly. Yeah. How about how about you guys? How about you? How are you, Joey? How are you, Joey? Um, <clears throat> I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Y'all usually do like surviving or thriving and anticipating yes. this conversation. I was going to ask if there was a third option. They're crying, maybe crying. I guess if it's one of the three, I'd pick crying. No, everything's fine. Um, yeah, just trying. We're we're moving in several weeks, and I'm like, I've been renovating a house for two years, so now there's like a deadline for that. So Mm. uh, my heart's beating faster, and my (laughs) my breaths are going a little bit faster, and you know. But other than that, everything's great. 
I'm so excited for you and also extremely jealous of Star Wars Celebration. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be fun. If you want to FaceTime during it, I'm happy to FaceTime. We can I'll walk you around the floor. Don't open that can. I will, Joey. I will. (laughs) You're going to regret that. Pink milk on the podcasting stage. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Saturday, 1230 p.m. Come through. It'll be fun. Wait, is it live? It's not it's, being. I don't think it is, which is a bummer. Can you record it? I think Brian's no. recording it, and then actually, one of okay. my childhood besties bought, <laughs> has no idea what Star Wars is, but she's so amazing and supportive, and she literally just bought a ticket to Star Wars Celebration for the day just Aww. to watch the thing, which is so nice. Yeah, I so love she'll that. have some the fun stand. little videos. I love that. But we do, we do need to brainstorm on, in between. Or like a third option for surviving and thriving at some point. So <laughs> we will come up with something, Joey. And when we do, we'll name it in honor of you. Oh, yes. That, well, I'm very, that's, I'm, I'm humbled by that. <laughs> but also when you do, let me know and I'll re-record it and we'll just put it in where I said crying. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. It's just like a single yeah. dub. It's like, I'm, I would say that I'm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we need that because. I am so often in the middle. Yes. So it's kind of wild that we don't. I'm trying to that. think like something like like in in, in like a like a in between like in like in between um, universes like we used to think of like something like nerdy or kitschy or like in the upside down or something that like means like sort of like in, caught in the middle. I don't know. Yeah. What's the world that Defender Strange is running through with America, where the Book of Ashanti is? Like Spoiler. Nexus. Don't ask me that. Nexus. The Nexus. The Nexus. Okay, that great. doesn't work well. Mm, no. Or it could. I don't know. Let us know at we Fear Queers Pod. A bit of a back and forth there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all let we'll us leave know because my brain, my brain isn't uh, in the place to function <laughs> like that. Um, okay. So, yeah. We were originally a few weeks ago going to talk horror and Marvel in anticipation of this movie. And I guess Moon Knight. I didn't finish Moon Knight, so I don't really have anything to say. What? <laughs> I, I think we need to unpack left. that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, if, if it needs great, unpack. because, yeah, let's let's unpack, because I don't have a therapist anymore, because, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, because we've parted ways, so uh, this, this is great. Um, thank you for giving me the space to talk about this. Um, I really liked the last episode i watched which is when sorry spoilers for um moon knight but uh when when they were when it was revealed that he was in the mental institution Great. all along yes Ag- it was agatha all along <laughs> um that was the last episode i watched and i did enjoy it the three episodes before that i was the b word bored Oh, <laughs> I did not know where you're going to take that. <laughs> I know. I was just going to say B word, and I was like, "They're not going to know what that." I means. will say, I do think. I think the. I think the show after that point only gets better. Mm. I am. There's out. only two episodes left. Right, but those are the strongest episodes, in my opinion. Yeah. So maybe you, okay. maybe you'll be yeah. more the E word. Excited. Excited. Yeah. I got, got it. it. Thank you. This is yeah, a fun I... guessing game. So <laughs> yeah, we only just put out letters, first letters of every word. <laughs> this is going to be a long episode. Um, yeah, I know, and I do want to watch it. Slay. Um, slay for me. I, um, oh, slaying. 
thriving, surviving slaying? Or well, that could definitely be up there. I don't feel like I'm that. <laughs> Joey's like, I'm not slaying. <laughs> but I feel like slaying, but I feel like slaying is like you're not thriving, but you're getting through it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Buffy but, style. Yeah. Buffy style. It's giving Buffy. It is giving Buffy. I only, I, yeah, I'd rather watch Buffy than Moon Knight. Okay, that's Ooh. fair. Joey, what do you think? What do you think about the Moon Knight B-word I, fiasco? So <laughs> it's tricky. I think it's a tricky thing to navigate. Like I was on the Galaxy of Queers podcast yes. a little while ago, and we were talking about basically like the theme of the discussion was should non-queer characters play queer roles? And I think that gets tricky with a lot of stuff, like with mental illness and, right and yeah. stuff like that you know it's a fine there's those fine lines i was enjoying moon knight i think there definitely is sort of like a sharp curve as they're working towards the climax yeah but there is the really you know i don't know disassociative identity disorder you know uh, but i do yeah. think that the way that they portrayed it was interesting in the show especially mm -hmm. when they get to the mental institution part i think like y'all have been open on this podcast before about like mental states and stuff like that and mm -hmm. um trying to navigate my own sort of mental hurdles emotional hurdles it was a very interesting way i think to see what was going on inside mark's head mm -hmm. um so i really liked it yes from that point onward when they were in the mental institution yeah quote unquote yeah. mental institution in inside mark's head or however that works however you want to interpret it yeah mm -hmm. uh, yes and i agree and i feel like i feel like all all of moon knight i hope they do another season um, very unconfirmed, probably the most unconfirmed season of anything I've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> um, but I, I think that that show, if they continue to, to tell that story, is going to just only like get so much better because they, they really saved a lot of like, they really took their time for better or for worse. And I think towards the end, a lot of things made more sense in very exciting, compelling, great, seeming to be healthy ways. And so I hope they continue it. Yeah. So Beza, we will wait. We will await anxiously your verdict on MK Moon Knight. You're gonna, you're gonna be waiting. <laughs> See, um, I, I'm just kidding. I'll probably watch the rest of it tonight. tonight I have to be honest. <laughs> I've also just been so busy. Yeah, I haven't have. been watching anything. Like, I have not been watching literally anything besides I watched season two of The Wilds, which was really interesting. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> So just so I'm clear, you got to the point where like at the end of the episode they see It was the like hippo, the big reveal. And mm -hmm. then and then you stopped watching. You didn't you didn't like continue on because there was a giant talking yeah, hippopotamus. Know, it wasn't enough. <laughs> no, I was bored. What would have got yeah. Honestly, what does put what does propel me into wanting to finish it is oscar isaac i mean yeah I, incredible i don't need to i don't need to say anything else yeah. he um oh, man yeah yes he's like <laughs> i don't the the stuttering is all i need i mean that's yeah um but i think i don't know and i don't it's so hard and i i do want to talk about this a little bit when we get into the discussion of this movie too because 
it's so hard to not compare Marvel shows and movies to each other because I do think this is this works great as a standalone Marvel property and like show Mm -hmm. but it's it's the annoying part of me is like but I didn't want to watch it the way I wanted to watch WandaVision every single week I didn't feel like I was like I was like itching to get the new episode as soon as this one ended Mm -hmm. and I don't I don't want to feel that way because I don't think it makes any sense to like compare movies that are like or shows that are like not comparable just because they happen to be in the same universe um but it's hard it's really hard to do so i think that's where i'm at but it's an interesting point and i feel like star wars kind of has a similar issue where i find myself like show to and maybe this is just like maybe there's nothing to this but like it is hard when like you get delivered a show that you don't necessarily love and you don't need you don't like wait for week to week and you're just like okay if i was binging this i actually would like it better but also you know we don't always have the option to binge it because you can't wait because in spoilers or whatever but like yeah there were like book of boba fett i would have liked that show better if i didn't have to wait for it week to week whereas Mm obi-wan kenobi i will be salivating between episodes every week like waiting for that you know so it is an interesting sort of concept Mm -hmm. because moon knight yeah it's kind of similar sometimes I, i almost like it when the beginning before it really had me i was like i almost like forgot i was like oh shoot i like have to go back and watch that episode of moon knight <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and i don't think it has to do with at least for me personally i don't think it has to do with like obviously this character has never right. been in the mcu before it doesn't have to really do with no. that because i was obs- and i i would actually say that i very much disagree with that because i hated hawkeye hated Wow. Hated that man. Oh, I did oh, not okay. see the a character. reason. Yeah, the not character. The character, not the show. I am wearing my Kate Bishop shirt. Yeah, don't, don't worry. worry. Sheesh. Started, I started to sweat <laughs> yeah. more than I already was. Yeah. No, I, 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 I do think like opinions can change very easily when you're like immersed in a world. And like Kate Bishop has never been in the MCU before. And obviously like it depends on how the actor like brings the character to life in a lot of ways but i not to say oscar isaac hasn't but it's just like i don't know i think it's it's very like dependent on my mood i have to be honest like how busy my life is (laughs) literally i it sucks but it's true Like it, WandaVision came out, we weren't doing shit. No, we were stuck we at were home needing a, a, an iconic queen to save us. <laughs> Literally. I mean, even Hawkeye, I mean, was very like peak pandemic in a lot of ways too. I mean, December was, you know, and now, I mean, not that we are obviously still in the fucking pandemic, um, but there are things going on now. And it's like a little harder for me to like fully put my attention into um a show that like i i have other things to do Mm. and if it's not taking precedent then i'm not going to watch it yeah i think that that there's a lot of things to speak to there one is like we're in the binge uh generation Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. we're like to some extent sometimes just like everything all at once would be easier and more convenient to do. Mm-hmm. But there's also like, I think, I mean, Beza, you connected with WandaVision more than you connected with Moon Knight. I, I think I did too. 
But I'm sure, well, I'm not sure, but I, I think that there were probably people that that was the opposite right. for. So right. it's yeah. like maybe in a different universe, there's a version of Beza that wanted Moon Knight yeah. week to week, but with WandaVision was like, oh, I wish I could have just binged it and all I'm, at once, you know? And I'm sure that Beza still thought Oscar Isaac was fucking hot. <laughs> that, that's because <laughs> well, you universal. love him across that's multiverses. Every universal. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everywhere. You love him in every mul- in every universe. It's true. Doctor Strange said it best. Or no, Wong said it best. Who was that? No, it wasn't Wong. <laughs> Who said that? It was it was Doctor Strange or it was or is Rachel McAdams. I love you in every universe. It was one of them. Oh, I think it was Strange. Yeah, Strange said it too. I think it was Strange. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. It's just like now it's just like we're like, it's like these shows are like just like regular TV and we have to wait like week to week for a new episode. But what's weird is like in regular TV in non-MCU or non-Star Wars TV, if you don't like a show, you stop watching it. But in canonical television series, you are forced to watch these shows, mm. <laughs> even if yeah. you don't love them. You know what I mean? Like Captain America, Falcon mm-hmm. and the Winter Soldier, I think is my least favorite. It's still great. I had a fine time. But that one was my least favorite. But I like I was like, OK, well, I, I have to know what's going on. So it's not like it's it's weird. It's like it's like it's like regular TV in, the, in that you wait week to week. But it's also not like regular TV because you're just bound to the content. <laughs> you have to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe and not, I think maybe. that's why. No, I think it is. I think that's valid. And I think that's why it's so easy to compare all of the shows because you have to watch all of them to right. know what the fuck is going on right. in every, not in every movie, but like in the entire cinematic universe. Like you just have to do that. And it's frustrating because this movie, Multiverse of Madness, I think it's just such a good standalone movie. Um, it has issues and we can obviously talk about them. Um, but I. I went into this, I've seen the original Doctor Strange movie once, and I have not seen it since, like, 2016 when it came out. Um, Obviously, I've seen WandaVision, but I didn't feel like I had to fully commit to watching every single Marvel property without, and, like, know, to know what was going on. Like, my partner, who's not the biggest Marvel fan, who still watches occasionally just because I watch she just enjoyed it because it was a good movie. Mm. Um, and I think that says something about it for me. Yeah. I agree. I have a couple of, I'm, I'm, I'm like internally, I'm very divided to that point. So I think I have some more stuff to get to there, but so, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Chase. You go ahead. I was just going to say, I was just going to um, maybe go back to saying, like, it seems very, with the Marvel TV shows, there seems to be so much more of a personal preference. And maybe it's because we feel like we have that freedom with TV. We're like, anyone watching this stuff went to see all the MCU movies because it was all there was. Mm-hmm. But with TV, maybe we feel the freedom to be able to, like, pick and choose and so it seems like there's so much more of a personal preference with the MCU TV shows that are coming out. Yeah, it's it's strange. It just it, it creates a certain like dynamic. Strange. It is Doctor Strange, and it yeah it creates an interesting dynamic. But um, that being said, do we want to get do we want to get into sort of like our overall takes on Multiverse of Madness, or do we want to talk about more general themes of? I think the horror will come out of our conversation of the movie. 
Mm-hmm. I have some I, general yeah. notes here on the horror of Marvel. Um, okay, let's do but, that. But then I have like a lot of notes on multiverse of madness. Well, so wherever y'all would like to go, let's go. Let's go general horror in Marvel, which is something that's been like, you know, it's popped in and out. Um, I think yeah, it's been teetering, and I think of course in anticipation of. Multiverse of Madness, it's been uh, poking its head out a little bit more often, like in WandaVision itself, that had some elements of horror. We got jump scare vision. Um, What If got really dark and had some really great horror elements. Of course, the zombies episode. Um, So it's been, oh, and also Moon Knight again. Moon Knight is very like just fun, very paranormal, very horror-y. And even before that too, there's been many elements of um, horror and Marvel. So what is everyone's like favorite favorite horror moments in marvel outside of i guess phase four or outside of specifically multiverse for sure Hmm. joey well i guess i've got a couple of different answers i've got one outside of the mcu entirely and i think beza you brought this up when on our last conversation on krypton to alderaan which is the spider-man 2 doc ock uh that's mine (laughs) a hospital room so good yeah and just like sam raimi obviously there's so many like quote unquote evil dead shots in that movie cinematography wise but i think that that's my favorite one outside of the mcu Mm -hmm. and then i like that you asked this question because i was trying to think of it within the mcu so i think outside of phase four it would be in and this is when i think i really started to pay attention to maybe the horror aspects within the mcu or maybe it was the first time that they introduced them but scarlet witch in age of ultron or uh Mm -hmm. several minutes of ultron um otherwise known as (laughs) Uh, when you know when she's introduced and she's like messing with everyone's heads Mm -hmm. and there's a very like horror i think like horror aspect to all of that Mm -hmm. and we get to see what like the hulk could be if like the the hulk is a like comic book entity and especially in recent comics where i would point to to being like more maybe horror elemental and I think that that touched on that. It's something I'd love to see more in the Hulk in the MCU going forward. And then Spider-Man um, can't find my way home. I don't know the names of these. Spi- <laughs> the, the one with Mysterio. It's all the same shit. That one's far from home. Far, far from, from home. home. Um, at the end, when Mysterio's messing with Spider-Man's mind and, and getting, you know, sending him through all the weird stuff that he sends him through towards the end of that movie yes that is definitely a very very scary montage and incredible i agree yeah so i think those are my several i love those ones those are those are great do you want to go next chase or do you want me to go you can go next i'll go after yeah i i i feel compelled to go next because i agree with you joey (laughs) and i think um i think also we have to remember that horror is subjective and Mm. The thought of someone playing with my mind is a huge fear. I mean, it's, it's like, obviously this is fiction. This is not real. Um, But that's, that's still a very real fear. Oh yeah. And I think also like people 
you know, not to generalize, but I don't think we remember also how horrific Wanda's adolescence right. was. Right. That is like. Experimented on. Yeah. Experimented yeah. on, stuck in rubble for, what was it, two weeks yeah. or something like that. Killed by an um, Avenger. Her parents kill- were killed by an Avenger. Yeah. Y- yeah, and I think her entire origin villain, quote-unquote, horror villi- uh, origin story makes sense to it me. It checks out. It checks out. <laughs> um, and a lot of uh, a lot of horror villains have done have been through a lot less. And been worse. Not to compare traumas, <laughs> yeah. but um, I'm looking at you, Billy and Stu from yeah. Scream. Um, oh, my God, yes. They, ha- <laughs> they committed atrocities for no fucking reason. Um, and we love them. But for some reason, Wanda doesn't get the same. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if, we if could... that's because... Uh, maybe because she's a woman? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. And she's I... still getting shit for it. We're going to talk about... I, well, uh, well, I don't know if we're going to get to it, but I have in my notes <laughs> some of the takes that I've oh, seen I about I saw this a take movie. yesterday and I, it made me log off. It was that bad. I had to put my phone down in another room. It was that bad. <laughs> Y'all, the, okay, yeah. And the last thing I'll say before you go on, Chase, yeah. is like the discourse around Multiverse of Madness is some of the worst Marvel discourse I've <laughs> seen. And that's saying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that is saying a yes. fucking lot. And it is so obvious to me that a lot of Marvel fans men were not ready for this movie right yes and I have. to mm-hmm. double down on the idea that you can't check yourself when you're when you're seeing something that way or saying this chase a few months ago on after dark on pink milk after dark you said that you were afraid i think you said you were afraid of star wars becoming the mcu in the future like the future of star wars i am terrified of the mcu mm-hmm. becoming star wars mm-hmm. in this sense mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. entitlement and the expectations yes. and the i know better than the people who made the made movie the who thing. wrote it like we're I love that you said that, Joey, and we will definitely get into that because that's something I've been thinking about a lot because this this movie has really, like, I think, I don't want to say boosted toxicity, but has at least unveiled (laughs) misogyny within the fandom (laughs) or both. It's been boosted, babes. It's been boosted all the way up to 11 in it. Um, you, um... you need uh, fear queers shirts that say uh, boost toxicity, (laughs) unveil masculinity. (laughs) Uh, I, ironic that. shirts <laughs> of course that's, yes. that's amazing it's so funny only boost is uh your vaccine yeah get vaccinated <laughs> okay but okay so before we get into multiverse of madness and 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 multiverse of our bad madness. takes yeah and our madness um i will just offer two other moments one age of ultron is when that like it was basically like a zombie, like a broken Ultron bot that was just kind of like walking towards the Avengers and like glitching oh, out. So good. So good. And like so the way good. its face which, wasn't like, you know, it's kind of torn up. What, Beza? Which also, which also came back around in Multiverse Madness. She really did. And what I've kind she of. She really did. Yes, Joey? Yep. And, and the Pinocchio. Oh, uh, the, oh my God. The I got no strings. they're playing. Yes. Oof. Oof. Yeah. 
Sorry. So I good. keep interrupting. I'm so sorry. No, it's that's been a while since oh, I podcasted. No, I think, Joey, I think it's just you know our brand, and our brand is interruptions. <laughs> Interrupting. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Speaking over each other. <laughs> um, and then lastly, I'll just say Caecilius killing the librarian in Doctor Strange 1, which I read. Because your girl mm. got COVID for a second time, so can confirm it's a real disease. Um, <laughs> a real um, get vaccinated. Yes, get back to get back. So, so I um, I had some extra time on my hands before seeing Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> I decided to watch Doctor Strange 1 because I had the time. And I got to say, first of all, movie slaps harder than I thought. And second of all, it was creepy. Caecilius beheading a librarian in the first scene is pretty brutal and very horry. And yeah. I loved it. So those yeah, are I... horror elements in Marvel. I, Check. Can I ask a question before we move on of to course. the movie? Yes, I'm just please. curious if y'all, like Chase, I know you've been like reading the Darkhold stuff in i've been reading books. the dark hold itself actually yeah. yes my it's fingers okay. have just yeah. started that's turning. why you have that that's, eye on your forehead <laughs> yeah. that's actually not chase um they're actually projecting my astral projection walking. i'm actually over there reading the dark hold <laughs> it's chase supreme you could tell yes. because they come with sour cream <laughs> that's my joke <laughs> that's a really um, good joke but um, <laughs> I, i'm curious about other comic book horror marvel outside of marvel if y'all have i don't know like the comic books you've read that you've enjoyed the the horror aspects of i just picked up well i'm i was really into the buffy comics um a few years ago i have since there are so many (laughs) there are so many uh different timelines that series is going into so it it got really hard to keep up um i'm trying to get back into it but also comics are expensive y'all it's hard to maintain and i collect enough fucking shit so it's like i i try to wait for like the omnibus to come out or like the you know oh i love that the The paperback i gotta wait for the trades i can't be buying i have to wait really quickly yeah i I have to let me just interrupt real quick I recently signed up for Marvel Unlimited and it's a game changer. It is a game changer. The app? Yes. So I get access to all of Marvel's catalog of comics and I get to build reading lists. They suggest other series. If I like this one series, you get points that you can like redeem and I don't have to buy paper things. I don't have to collect comic books. It's everything to me. I wish I could do that for Buffy because it's like there, like there's dark horse Buffy. There's boom box Buffy. There's like a lot of shit going on. So I I can't. Um, But I also uh, during free comic book day picked up um, Clementine, which is the walking dead spinoff comic. That's like starting up. Um, I haven't looked at it yet. Um, Again, busy, but I'm really excited to start reading that. Um, because I, I love her character, and I think uh, she was portrayed very well in the video game. So mm. looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. Um, I just checked the Hoopla app, which is an app that I, like a digital library app that I have through my library. And there's a lot of Buffy <gasps> comic books on oh it. Oh, my God, so, Joey. And they're all the the different volumes, oh, the trade paperbacks. So if you have Hoopla through your library... I still have my New York library access, so don't oh, tell anyone. Oh, 
Oh my god. I'm I will be uh doing that as soon as we hang up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love like the horror comics and like I said like Hulk recently like Immortal Hulk was a mm. sort of horror-y comic book adaptation and I think I I love DC comics like I'm a DC kid or whatever (laughs) but there's like i feel like there's less horror elements in dc than there are in marvel but marvel has so many more characters and themes that lend to like vampires and witches and werewolves Mm -hmm. and like man thing and zombies and you know morbius our friend just <laughs> kidding um but no like and then she and new mutants new mutants was like yeah uh said to be you know they promoted it to be this horror movie that and i've never seen it but it took 10 years to come out and, mm-hmm. and then yeah. when it was finally released it was like covid so i don't know but anyway i was just curious i uh i i think this is going to come up in thor love and thunder mm-hmm. because i read god of thunder and that's the comic books that these seem to be if you haven't read that chase beza anyone listening it's a great run it's really good and it's very horror-y i think and dark Ooh. and the god killer is I love that. the character that's coming and that then leads into some very dark and twisted spider-man stuff so i'm hoping that like take a watiti like brings all this stuff in for the future. You know of my three favorite things: dark, scary, Spider Man. <laughs> That's what I need. Yeah, um, I love that. And yeah, wait, Joey. Did, so did you read the Darkhold series, the 2021 Darkhold series? I did not. Okay, but honestly, like, your tweet today with those panels of Wanda, Joey, really oh. made me, that that sold me. Okay, let me check the it's, Hoopla app. On air Hoopla in. <laughs> We need to get our a we are sponsored. we are sponsored. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Darkhold series is amazing. It's I think it's like six or seven issues, and the first and last issue are like the actual story. And every issue, yes, it's on Hoopla. And every okay, I'm gonna look every up. issue in between the Alpha and Omega issue um, have like it goes. You you focus on a different character each time because each character reads from the Darkhold a little bit because of this whole thing Kathana is planning, and they kind of lose their minds a little bit. And each issue in between the first and last is that character like losing their mind. So you get to go through with like Peter Parker losing his mind. You go Blade losing his mind. You it's it's Iron Man losing his mind. Um, Wasp losing her mind. It's so full. Oh, Black Bolt. The Black Bolt issue. Like I like lost my mind. I loved that issue. So. That's an amazing, amazing series. It's super short, super fun, and very, very dark and horror-y. And also very fun if you liked Multiverse of Madness and want more like Kathan, Wanda, Darkhold lore. That is definitely a great series. Obviously, it's called The Darkhold. But, um, I need to borrow that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Borrow it whenever you want. It's literally the cover of my little comic book box collection. I just have Wanda reading The Darkhold <laughs> as the front <laughs> issue. Um, and yeah. And that's gay pride. <laughs> no pops at pride, just Scarlet Witch. Just Scarlet Witch reading the Dark Hole. Can we take those shirts? Okay. Um, yes. And Stranger Things. No, Marvel books. will sue us. Oh, 100%. Yeah. During Pride Month, no less. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Stranger Things comics, obviously pretty horry. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. On, I, I have on my reading list the um, Deadpool kills the, the Marvel Universe or whatever that yes. one. I haven't read that. So I've seen a lot of a lot from it. So I'm excited to read that. Um, also Young Avengers 2013 is kind of like fun. It's like very campy horror. It's like alien invasion, like 
you know, mom is an alien and trying to kill us type of energy, which is kind of fun. Um, but yeah. Kind of slay. Kind of slay. Speaking of reading. <laughs> are we ready? It's to good read? for you. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of reading, I would like to remind everyone before we get into this, that this is a work of fiction. It is fiction, mm. which means it's not real. Yes. And metaphors exist within Our- fiction. And that's okay. And if you didn't like this movie, that's also okay. And mm-hmm. if you loved it, that's great. Say it. And if you want to come to this movie telling someone what their trauma should OT. look like, should per, should make them do or not make them do, then go away. Especially <laughs> when there are supernatural books possessing them. Um. She... And she lost everything. And she, doesn't have she lost everything. She lost her parents as soon as she joined the Avengers. Her, or as soon as she, which as soon as she joined the Avengers, her brother died. She had in, to. Yeah, she says in this movie she had to rip the the brain out of her husband, and it was for nothing. And then she, listen, you have no idea. No one has any idea. No one does, and that's okay. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's here we are, just okay. being okay. And I do think it's interesting when I see the takes of people um, trying to compare her trauma to that of different Avengers, mostly men, because who else is an Avenger really at this point besides men? Um, And, you know, people love to say that Peter Parker lost everything and didn't go on a murderous spree. And to that, I would say... They are different people, and different people have different reactions to trauma. And also, yes, they're characters, <laughs> but also, um, they also. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. what you're going to say? I was just going to say, even though Peter Parker lost everything, I think the entire theme that we're seeing with this conversation and around Wanda and Scarlet Witch as a character, she does not have the support system that every other Avenger seems to have. That's true. Um, Including Spider-Man, including Peter Parker, even if, she has uh, you no know, the one. end of, yeah, the end of No Way Home, obviously, you know, we could say this, a similar thing. Um, should we? No. Well, also, And then like, the people she thinks are her family lock her up in Civil War. They put her under house arrest. There's yeah. no, there's absolutely no support system there. And, and it's all, go ahead. Chase, and sorry. also, I'm like, get to- we have, like, Peter Parker just lost everything just lost everything and we don't know where, ta- where he's taking where they're taking his story but we can assume he's going to meet a friendly symbiote symbiote and never know how to say the word and make some bad decisions put on a black suit and mess shit up while he's being kind of more or less possessed by venom in a similar way to where Juan lost everything, started reading a creepy book that started working through her and using her powers to cause death and destruction and incursions. You know what I mean? Like, it's all like, (laughs) yeah. There's, there's none of that is the same as losing your children. Yeah. There's also like like a whole, yeah. You can never, you can never compare. I mean, and it's hard because we, we have seen, you are you expecting me to believe that if this similar thing happened to Tony Stark, people would be saying the same thing about his daughter being trapped in another multiverse universe and 
he wouldn't try to do the same thing. Oh. I think it's like ridiculous. Yes. I, I genuinely think it's like people, specifically men, not really understanding what a bond between a mother and a child really is and like not taking it seriously. Yeah. And fully just not taking a woman's trauma seriously. Especially and compounded trauma, which by the way, Wanda has endured more trauma. A compounded trauma is an actual thing where the trauma builds up over the course of her life, which she's been experiencing since the youngest age out of any character in the MCU that we've seen. And she's had consistent regular con- trauma compound itself. Mm-hmm. And the re-traumas traumatization associated with dreaming of your alternate selves having their happy family and their children and then waking up from that which is also something wanda brings up in dialogue in this movie right re-traumatization of that losing your kids every morning she wakes up to the nightmare i think is what she said in Mm -hmm. the movie i just i don't i I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know where you I don't know where you learn to go to someone and tell them how what they should be doing based on their trauma. Unless you pay an institution to get a degree to learn how to guide <laughs> someone through that. And I question. think that's the difficult thing, right? Is I think and I'm going to generalize. I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but I do think how y'all are talking about star wars and marvel fans i think obviously there are pockets and communities in those huge massive communities that are good people and like understand and like we are in the same mindset with but i think there are a lot of people who don't have basic knowledge of like women should have rights like those people exist right right. i know that we i know that we like aren't in those communities but it is jarring to see like that those people exist and like misogyny is rampant right right right. now and again this is fiction this is a movie it's not real but in a lot of ways it is the problems within them fully exist in the real world in some capacity and i think we all feel very personally connected to this character um, of Wanda Scarlet Witch um, because I think she's the first Marvel character in the MCU to like fully show us that life isn't pretty like mm-hmm. I didn't get that from Steve Rogers mm-hmm. sorry no like he got his happy ending right. which is a whole other fucking oh, mm-hmm. issue mm-hmm. that I'm not going to talk about because mm-hmm. I can't because nope. I'm already upset nope. <laughs> um, but I I I think it's just an issue that comes up in Marvel and in the MCU and it's like not a realistic way of thinking that you every Marvel movie has to possess the qualities you think are necessary and you think will make the movie perfect. It's like a very selfish and like male-centered way of thinking mm-hmm. and that's not how movies and TV and film work. Right. Um and there's just like so much about these movies that we don't know about the production and the writing and like people just like to act like they know everything. You don't know if the people writing this movie, this is my thing. Like they wrote this trauma. They wrote how Wanda dealt with it for, for WandaVision and for this. And it's, I think something really incredible to address in these shows that's like, like you were saying, Beza, it's all been like men Avengers so far besides like Captain Marvel. 
so writing WandaVision the way they did with her dealing with her trauma and the way it affected her and her world, and now writing this, it is hers. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else mm-hmm. to say it. Like, it is hers, but somebody wrote it, and whether they went through it or whether they did the research or whether they didn't, it's the way Wanda went through it. it, it it's hers, and that's mm-hmm. all that it is for anyone in fiction or outside of fiction. Um, I have a list here of, like, issues that I have with the movie, but the... F- the idea that this is like the conversation I'm seeing on social media about this movie is mind blowing to me. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. it's not because that's we're we're living in that world. I mean, we're living right. in the world where we want to take every single right away from women uh, that we possibly can. So I guess it's not surprising in the least. But I, I, I don't know. It's incredible to see this say to see people say that this is how this should have went for her. Yeah, it's like, also. What are you doing to the people in your real life in your in the real world who are dealing with trauma? Like, are you saying, oh well, just I don't want to know. You know, just <laughs> smile and be happy and fake it till you make it. You know, all that bullshit that we hear all the time. Anyway, I don't like that. So there. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> I will co-sign that statement and also say that it's also just mind-blowing to see because like this, Wanda has gone through so many similar arcs in the comic books. And Wanda has like has scaled so many high highs and so many low lows. And that's what we love about her because I love what you said, Beza, about like Wanda shows us that like the sort of the spectrum of human of emotional experience that you have you know what i mean like you do you have like you have like really good days and you have really bad days on like a big big scale and i'm not saying mm-hmm. that like wanda killing people at you know carmitage is a bad day but i'm saying in terms of like in terms of a character like wanda in the comics who has like had such such like explosive like arcs where she is doing things that aren't okay but she always comes through and and fixes it you know atones for it and comes through as the hero and that's what i love about her so it's just wild to see like ever like people just don't like seeing a woman in in her fullest power sorry (laughs) and like and to your point i do think why not compare a bad day to Wanda killing people? Let me explain. <laughs> In this essay, again, I will. <laughs> stay In with this us. Essay, I will. <laughs> yeah, listen, I am a good for her girly for life. Like I will always say, good for her. 100%. Like Jennifer Check, others, everyone. I I'm always like, women, do what you need yeah. to do, women. Yes, yes. Um, because it's not real. No, right. It's not real. Right. right. And it's right. it's wild to me that it's like. Why can't you like stretch your imagination a little bit? Well, to like, m- yeah. Well, they can stretch. They can stretch it for men. Like people, you know. Right. They well, can yeah. Stretch their imagination for men, like you know, <sighs> Tony, Tony Stark being a war criminal. Like they're like, oh, I can stretch my imagination. Make that. I can make that make sense. But like a woman being pissed because she lost everything from like almost the day she was born. I can't rationalize that. Well, like he's a war criminal, but like he like risks his life to save yeah, us all. He, like, like it's he, like, fine. Was, like, he was like the first one doing it. <laughs> he yeah, he like did that. It. <laughs> <laughs> it is just I just I just have to say like obviously murder is bad. We know right. this. But when it's real, right? It's bad when it's right. real. 
But if I'm able to like connect with a character like Wanda Maximoff and as Scarlet Witch and like be like, wow, I, I think obviously I have never killed someone, but I feel like I have like been a bad person in my life. And that's okay. That's life. Right, right, right. It's about what you do right. to try to fix it. Right. And especially what you try to do to fix it when you're at your lowest. Mm. Because that is really fucking hard. And you can tell a lot of people either haven't experienced that, who are talking about this movie in a way that I don't agree with, haven't experienced that or have and just like can't admit it to themselves. Well said. Thank you. <laughs> we What we do is connect with their trauma i think what each of us is doing and what so many people out there in the world do is connect with this trauma in a certain way in our very own very specific ways just like wanda connects with her trauma in her very own very specific way you know what anyone out there who's interested go read the book complex ptsd and you'll see that maybe the people mm-hmm. who are listening to this aren't the people that we're <laughs> complaining about right now. That's the problem. Right. We're not reaching them. But uh, it's also a very enlightening book and uh, might show you that you can connect with certain elements of this stuff. Yes. And I suggest The Body Keeps the Score is also Ooh, a great yes. book to um, that dives into, I think, the similar themes um, of like trauma. And I do. I just think... There's, I don't know. I just don't think a lot of people were ready for this movie. That's I it, agree. And know. I think it's going to age like a fine wine. And I like to think that mm-hmm. they're really taking Wanda's arc in very specific ways. And hopefully they can, hopefully they can do it in a way that no one is like, she didn't earn that redemption. Cause like, there's going to be those people out there. There's going to be those people out there. I'm like already preparing myself for it. But I like to think that they're going to work with that character with such finesse over a long period of time that really shows us the bigger picture of Wanda, again, doing the thing she does in the comics where she 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 just has like has that, you know, she has that emotional mm-hmm. depth that no, no other character in the MCU has that we've seen. Um, and yeah, yeah. I was also going to say like, yeah. It's just like ironic that any of this is happening. So I just like love, I love the, I, what I think about all the time is like her line where she's like, I am being reasonable. It's like, she's looking at everyone in the fucking audience who doesn't think she's being reasonable. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like the girls who don't get it. She's talking to you. (laughs) And I, and I, that's a perfect point because I also wanted to, I have to bring this up, but I think Wanda is an antagonist. I don't necessarily see her as a villain. The villain, the villain in this movie to me is Stephen Strange. I have to be honest. He, when I was watching and realize, and I was realizing that he only used Wanda and checked in on her the second that he needed oh, her yeah. for something. He's the worst. It like, <laughs> but I love him. It made my, it made my blood boil, yes. and that's okay, right? Yes. Like you yes. can, someone can be bad, and you can still like yes, them. Yes, exactly. And yes, why that's do we like, like him? Though? The point. Don't, what does anyone like? I like this him version I, of Stephen Strange. I do. Sorry, I do, but I don't. But I, but I, but I also think he's an asshole, and he's in the most, the most hypocritical character I've ever seen in any media. <laughs> like he really is as but hypocritical as she calls him out for. Yeah, and that's why I'm just like. That has always been Wanda's role in the MCU is to be a mother, is to be supportive, is to be traumatized and like carry the weight of the world. And like, I just don't think people are talking enough about 
everyone's focused on Wanda because of like her acts, but no one's focusing on Steven's acts in yeah. the movie as well, which is like, again, seems sexist to me. But. Well, yeah. And there's a reason why every single strange is a threat to the multiverse and not even the Scarlet Witch is like, I mean, like they're, I mean, I would say the biggest. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're comparable threats at the very least. Like Dr. Strange is always going to be someone who like fucks it up. Cause he always has to have like the knife in his hand or whatever. But like, um, I was going to say, oh, also, yeah, it's like, also, no one's like talking about the fact that she, she's out, she was out here destroying every dark hold. What did Dr. Strange do? Not much. He gave a nice pep talk to America Chavez, who also did the most by giving Wanda emotional autonomy over her own trauma so that she could stop herself instead of having a man do it. So like, it's just like, it's just like wild. It's, it really is wild. Yeah. And not to go off too much on a tangent, but it does make me think it re- I think I take it so personally, too, because Wanda, and specifically Scarlet Witch, just makes me think of Willow Rosenberg and Buffy. Mm. It's the... Com- the I know, I, I, I know Chase, you, but you <laughs> aren't go super off. aware. I'm not going to do spoilers or anything, but I just... The parallels between this movie and Buffy for me are really... Like, it struck a chord in me. And the, like traumatized redheaded witches with like a god complex <laughs> with powers that they can't even control themselves was like it, it really it hit me because it was like dealing with grief in these destructive ways and like seeing these characters who i love so fucking much be not their best selves and like and i just think it's okay to see characters you love in different lights and like still learning to love them for like who they are becoming and appreciating them for like who they are, even if they've done fucked up shit. Isn't that what we like try to do with anyone? Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a very healthy representation to have. And I think society would crumble if we didn't have representation like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like people fuck up. Um, What were you going to say, Joey? Were you going to say something? Um, Well, at some point I was going to say, now I want a shirt that says, redhead witches or whatever you <laughs> with saw with a god complex whatever you <laughs> said yeah with a god complex um but yeah i was gonna i didn't think about that buffy comparison but again what would you do with that trauma no one knows and you can't tell willow how to act with that trauma mm-hmm. and it, honestly it, i have if i lost my partner sorry i don't know what i would do with that trauma mm-hmm. you yeah. know so Absolutely. it's all something to connect to I don't know. We we just like, I think we can get pretty deep here, but I think it stems from the systemic notion in this country, maybe in the world of not being able to connect with mental or emotional, mental illness or emotions. Like, yeah. You can't like, it's such, it's so taboo that you can never talk about it and like that's why people love the male characters more because they're not going to talk about it or they're going to be all like I they're just going to be and they're, they're not problems. as complicated and they're not as complicated yeah. like women are seen and, as complicated and and too like hard right. to figure out sorry go ahead i was going to say and from a fictional storytelling standpoint i think that the villains are also more complicated and in that sense more interesting so that's like another piece of the puzzle but yeah mm-hmm. I, I i can't sort of disassociate the two of like attacking stuff like this stuff like Scarlet Witch in this movie 
and the systemic notion that we can't address emotions or mm-hmm. mental health in a public arena. And like you can't be comfortable with it. And and obviously Wanda couldn't and this is what happens as a result of that. She couldn't share like what she was feeling because no one would fucking listen to her <laughs> or take care of her or check in on or her. Help her. And then this get, is what happens. Yes. No, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, what are you expecting? Like you said, Beza, Stephen Strange never even checked in on her. And when he showed up, she was afraid. She was like, oh, I was wondering when you would come and like yell at me about. Yeah, because that's her association with how he yeah. usually talks to her. It's only when she like broke a rule. And that's how honestly, that's how he is with everyone. Instead of someone showing up and being like, are you... Her brother was killed. And every step of the way, no one else has been like, oh, are you okay? Vision was the closest thing in reality, in the real MCU. And then fake Vision was even more... Well, like her creation, her Vision creation was even more of that, I think. And when it gets to the point where she has to create her own family because no one will fucking listen to her or, like, be there for her, that is when you fail Scarlet Witch. You failed her because she literally had to make her own fucking reality to escape. What are we not... What are we not... Everyone loved WandaVision, and I'm like, do we not see that this is fucked up, that she had to do this? Yes, I know. People like people are like, yeah, it was like so fun. It was like cute. And I'm like, yes. I mean, yes. Cute. But also, like, yeah. there's, like there's a lot more going on, <laughs> and like none of her friends, literally none of her friends, like you said, like her brother died, and also Vision died. She was the one that had to kill him. She had to watch it do, 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 done again. Like, all this stuff happened. But then on top of that, people, what people don't talk about in WandaVision enough is the fact that she wasn't allowed to have his body. She wasn't allowed to have a proper, like send off and like grievance and funeral service and none of her friends even stepped in to either a get get the body to her or friends. even b or b just like just have any some sort of like send some sort of service you know what i mean like no closure no one offered any... but you know who did tell me mr tony period. stark had a period. beautiful oh funeral he had a whole thing oh god yeah he was just honored as like this selfless, you know, hero. And I think you can tell in Endgame she's fucking pissed about yeah. it. You we were seeing these threads in 2018 earlier. Yes. Like we were seeing this happening. Yeah. I don't I'm like, y'all are surprised. I honestly, I honestly, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, her arc in multiverse of madness or between WandaVision and Multiverse of Madness is such a service to it's this late. character. It's late. It's late, but it's such a service to the character. And like, thank God they're yeah. allowing her to go ape shit. Don't you just want to go ape shit? To be shit a person. Sometimes? Yes. Literally, like they like, they're validating her emotional experience by letting her fucking obliterate people. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's sorry. That's an emotional validation by the content creator. They're not real people. No, exactly. They're not real people. Like it's not like people are gonna get an idea out of this movie and do it. No one has power superpowers. Yeah, I can't fly I, over like just as a reminder, but... just as a reminder, this isn't real. <laughs> just checking in with everybody. Um, Joey, do you have anything to say? <laughs> I might have some. You can cut this if you want. I might have something to say that I've been biting my tongue on for. Do it for the longest time. But like the real shit that's happening yesterday, today, over Mm. the past few days, no one's, I don't see the same shit about that on social media about, you know, this is how. Selective. Yeah. And that's real. Yeah. In the real world, people being 
killed. Sorry. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if I can talk about this. I don't know necessarily how to talk, talk about, about this. Talk about what you want. No, but like people being point. killed by actual people in the real world. That's what's going on. This in the fictional world is an allegory for how to deal, how to address, how to whatever you need to do to get through trauma. Chase, like you've said several times, and what the theme of the movie was is that Wanda always makes things right. Yes. She killed a bunch of people. That's not super great. It but it it if if you can get in touch with your emotions and your trauma, if you have any, we all do. If you don't, read a book learn about it um it's an allegory for the trauma that we face and how we deal with it and maybe sometimes like how we want to deal with it but it's all like Mm -hmm. an allegory and we're not it's not in the real world chase do you have any i'll i'll say it but do you have anything to say i'll just say yeah like joey first of all it, it is it is Everyone needs to just like get their priorities straight when it comes to like attacking a, 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 a fictional witch for killing people and like maybe talk about like people in the real world who just get forgive forgiven and like um, lauded and given honestly careers for killing people just because they're like white men or young white men. Um, but mm-hmm. I will say to the theme of the movie, like you said, Joey, like the whole like if everyone like loves um, Professor X so much, like they should really listen to him when he says like just because someone stumbles and loses their way doesn't mean they're lost forever. And yet so many people are so quick to write, write off Wanda. And I'm like, I don't did we watch the same movie or not? Like, I don't understand that. Like, that's such to me, that's such an integral theme to the movie. And yet mm-hmm. everyone, no one people will apply it to male characters. <laughs> And male people, but not well. Female. And and kind of going along with that, I just think that <laughs> I hate that this made me think of this. But Marvel movies have always been brutal. Um, just because we are desensitized to war and like mass chaos and fighting in Marvel movies and in real life, doesn't mean that it's not violent. And I think people who love the MCU and even maybe Star Wars, I can't really speak to that, but people who love the MCU who are saying that what she did was brutal and violent and she killed people and, you know, it was so like, this shouldn't have been a PG-13 movie. Have you ever watched a Marvel movie? People are dying in every scene. Yeah, exactly. It's just... It's just an explosion. Yeah. So you think it's fine. Yeah. It's not like a person's mouth being sewn shut and his head exploding. No, 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 no. <laughs> God forbid. I don't want, I don't want Which, to ever. But hey, but hey, that was fucking I, incredible. I might throw <laughs> up. <laughs> I, was, I might throw that... up here and now. Okay. You guys, we have to talk about some of the yes, things. We have too. to talk about some of this stuff. I wanted to make one more point. Yeah, let's but do. I let's do final thoughts on what Wanda. It was. Final thoughts on Wanda. Mm-hmm. Joey, you go first. Oh, Wanda's great. I fucking love her. Listen, Good. I love her. And if you don't love her, there's a multiverse out there where she didn't do all this shit. Another thing is like the extreme arrogance or entitlement that comes with the idea that this is our Wanda in our the universe. Wanda. Yeah, that yeah, set to that. do right all the time. So. Um, I, yeah, uh, again, this is trauma and it's hers. And this is how 
she navigated it. And this is all, I don't know. It's all about navigation of trauma. And we could all just like learn. We could all use to learn a lesson about how to navigate trauma. Mm-hmm. Trauma. Trauma. Um, I will say my closing thoughts on Wanda are retweets Joey. Yes, agreed. Um, also like grief and loss and the processing of one's trauma is not a linear thing. Like sometimes you go from like the end of WandaVision to kind of like maybe, you know, feeling a little bit in a healthier place with your trauma, feeling like you've processed most of it. And then you open a dark demon, demonic book and it like sets you back in your processing of your trauma. It's like, it's just not a linear thing. And I think people, especially with female characters, with characters who are women, I think people watch those, watch like stories like that. And they're like, oh, like she went, she like did this bad thing. I mean, first of all, people didn't even let her get away with what she did in, with Westview. People like wouldn't let go of the fact that she like possessed the town. It's like, okay, whatever. So like, how are they, how are they going to get over like what well, she does in multiverse of madness? Right. But it is like people for the most part, I think were like, Oh, how cute. She like got over her, her trauma in like one cute, perfect little like bookended series on Disney plus called WandaVision. And so she's done processing her trauma. It, no, no, you're done. Yeah. It's, it's okay. like literally like it's over. trauma is like the processing of your trauma and your experience of your trauma is not a linear process. Um, especially again, when you have a demonic possessing book in your hands. I think she should just suck it up. Yeah, honestly, just walk it oh, off, Wanda. I just want to. <laughs> I think she punch just like stuff when I hear. She just needs to like. I think she just needs a glass of wine. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> ah, um, I think these are all. I mean, let me skim over what you said, Baze. I'm sorry. This is oh this is your podcast. That made me choke. Um, no, please say it. I've just. I don't know. I was maybe just going to reiterate a point where there's all, there's so many variables with stuff like this and the, uh, everyone can connect with the trauma and something like the dark hold is the either enablers in our lives or the enabler mm-hmm. in ourself to again, go through that re-traumatization process of just not letting go replaying everything like I did with this movie. I didn't get to watch it again before I only got to see it once. But I've replayed it in my head so much, especially the traumatizing scenes for me in particular. (laughs) But anyway, there's so many things to connect to on like a higher level, like enablers and Mm re-traumatization and all the stuff that we can talk about because it's okay Mm -hmm. to talk about this stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And again, not to like bring it back to Buffy, but that's just what I do in my everyday life. Um, Like with Willow and like magic. I mean, it's like it was a drug to her. And I can see that a lot with Wanda. I mean, it's I don't I I wish I could ask writers on one on um, Multiverse of Madness and WandaVision if there was a Buffy influence, because I oh. know Wanda was sitting on that couch in WandaVision rewatching episodes of Buffy. I know it. I, love I that. just know it. I love that. Just that scene where Willow's at the computer lab at the library or something waiting for something to download and she's tempted to make it go faster with magic but she doesn't like, because I can, I can. she she learns did it from her mistakes yeah yeah anyway i think about that scene a lot mostly because i'm very impatient <laughs> um well thank you everyone for listening to us just get our wanda feelings out and i'm glad that us three had that i feel like honestly clearer i feel like my skin has cleared at least a little bit yeah. from talking about Wanda with you too. Absolutely. 
I feel much better. I had, I felt like I took a deep breath waiting to have this conversation and not knowing if we were going to go this deep into it. And now that breath, Mm -hmm. and I hope that people out there listening are, well, I mean, I'm a podcaster, so I hope people out there are agreeing with me, but I also hope like, Mm -hmm. Hey, if you didn't, you know, if you didn't connect with certain things that we maybe illuminated some of that, now you can go and look at it in a new light. Yeah. I think also like podcasting and different forms of like YouTubing and anything like that, TikTok, I think people are so caught up in like, what is your review of this movie? Take a step by step with what you thought about every single scene and every single moment. And while I think there's value in that and I enjoy that, I don't think every single podcast or every single YouTube video has to be that because there's enough of that. And I think there's really important themes in this movie. I do want to talk a little bit about the horror stuff because it's really fun. (laughs) Um, But I do think there are some like super tangible things that you can grasp onto and learn from in this movie. Yes, I agree. Okay, so here's what I think we should do. So I think we should talk about the. Okay, what do we what do we want to do first? I think we should talk about like the horror elements in the movie and like the Sam Raiminess of the movie, and then we can go into like our overall just sort of like we're kind of doing it backwards, yeah. kind of overall like review of the movie and like what you think where they worked about the movie and what you think could have been done better. Maybe does that sound that good? That sounds good. Sounds yeah. perfect. Amazing. Okay. Horror. Horror, 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 horror. Hi, horror. Hi, horror. <laughs> I was going to say that. I because literally... Say listen, it! <laughs> if y'all, if anyone listening to this hasn't listened to the high horror episode of Fear Queers, you should go. Oh, I've no. never laughed so much at a podcast episode in my entire life. And I've listened Wait, to... I'm a millennial. Really... I've listened to a lot of podcasts. So um, That's so funny because that was mostly was just delusion funny. of being tired. Yeah, no, we were, we were just tired. We weren't well. But we had fun. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Basically, you're gonna if you use my audio, you're gonna have a bit where it went off the charts. There, I'm sorry. Good. I, I, didn't I pull can't wait to best. hear that. I need that sweet, sweet laugh wow. in my ears. Um, I so I have. I'm just gonna do a couple bullet points. That sounds great. Of like horror that like stuck with me in this movie because there were so Oof. much. Um, but I'm just gonna stick with a little bit because. Uh, we've been talking for a long time. Um, I'm first of all just like the body horror mm-hmm. of it all, mm-hmm. and the and the and there was a lot of blood. There was a lot of blood. blood, and I I hate blood, but it was good. It was so good. Um, and just like the body horror, especially of like Wanda walking through the sewer, like yes, ew, just so deranged. Like that was giving me life. Um, and the soundtrack has been on repeat in this household um that soundtrack was like everything superhero plus horror it was kissing it was like they were just kissing like they were making full on making out, out. They, yeah it was like it was amazing um danny elfman and, and sam raimi are like creative husbands. they are my butter lovers. and chocolate yeah. yeah yes 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 or whatever yeah. two things y'all like out there in the world. It's those I two things. Eggs. It's that. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I really hope you are. Um, I, I swear to God. <laughs> Don't it was, put it, it in. It was like, like, he, like Danny Elfman was the butter on my popcorn. Oh, he was the butter on my bussy, literally. He was the butter on my bussy. Um, 
that and like speaking of Sam Raimi, just I can cry thinking about him. Yeah. Like I he just like developed so much of my childhood and like what I like to see in movies with Spider-Man obviously. And seeing like Marvel shots of like breaking the fourth wall was like I loved it. Amazing. I loved every time I, I mean it was just like perfect. I love the 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 direction of this movie. It was like flawless. It was like he he was you could see him in an action movie that is like not expected in the MCU. And I think he like he really worked with what he got and you know within the confines of like strict marvel rules that i'm sure exist and a pandemic was able and to like like everything and a else, pandemic like, yeah and he like he just and with like little knowledge about marvel and wandavision i mean that's like how tv and production works i know people were upset that he like supposedly hasn't seen all of wandavision as if that fucking matters as a director um but he like he knew what he was doing yeah, and he did it. <laughs> yes. Yes. And speaking of just the music, I'm just so happy this TikTok audio is trending. It's just like that shot of Wanda dreamwalking <laughs> <laughs> and the electric levitating. guitar. She's levitating. There's like cro- like little crossover, the layovers. Oh, it's just so geez. transcendent. And how amazing that Marvel, I just like hope that Marvel here's more good about than bad about this movie because it was so refreshing to have a Marvel movie be something that's so not Marvel-y and it's still very Marvel-y in my opinion but it's mm-hmm. the least Marvel-y movie we've gotten in a long time in the most refreshing way in a way that feels yeah. actually a lot more creative a lot more artistic it's like actually like a film like it, it has a style it has dozens of styles because it's Sam Raimi um but yes that shot for me the the horror of it the campy of it the music of it and with that with that song i think correct me if i'm wrong but it was uh after dr strange and america chavez who i know we didn't really get into it but that's because we didn't have a lot to get into about america yeah, chavez because she was barely in this fucking movie yeah. that i'll say that at the end of my <laughs> spiel um but when they had had the tea like the poisoned the tea <laughs> when they had the poison tea um <laughs> so sorry um <laughs> Uh, Should that be the title of this episode? The poison this is tea. The tea. <laughs> the poison, this, this is, is the we poison don't talk tea. about Wanda from Encanto. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, when they had like the shot of Strange passed out and like the black circle, yes. like just like closing yes. in on him, that f- that like fueled something in me that really like fired me up. Um, and then the last bullet point I'll say is, I. I did not like the inclusion of the Illuminati. I'm not a big Fantastic Four person, any of that necessarily. But I think they existed in this movie for one reason. Mm -hmm. And it was to, for me, it was to perfectly illustrate why this movie is a horror movie. And that is putting in characters that, in my opinion, add really nothing to the plot and derail the movie for really no reason but then they just fucking die in the most crazy brutal iconic. ways that is the most I, horror iconic. thing ever yes i don't i don't want to i, I want to deal i don't want to deal with it i don't want to i don't want to deal with it i literally turned to blake after each of their deaths and i each one i turned to him and my my jo- i was just like 
I was like, are they really doing this? Is this, this? real? And I might guess, throw up. And it was doing that thing <laughs> that like Sam Raimi movies do specifically, but a lot of horror movies do for me, which is they they fill me with such a sense of glee and disbelief where I just have to laugh. Like I was laughing. I was like, this is shit crazy that they just cut I was Captain Carter in half. In half. <laughs> it's so crazy. I wish and I saw black, more. The black bolt. The I know, oh, Joey. No, we won't talk about it. But oh no, sorry. Okay, let's move. <laughs> let's not talk about that. <laughs> Man, uh, Chase said something, and I was like, I should write that down, and I didn't. So now I don't remember what <laughs> I was going to say to it. But um, I'll listen back and be like, shit. Mm. I had a really good point mm. for that. Um, you can tell us, and then next time you're on, you can yeah. bring it. Yeah, back. just dub me in a voice again. memo. <laughs> we'll put it in here. <laughs> yeah. Beza, did you have another horror element? No, I mean, yes. I mean, yes, but so no. I, I can't. I mean, Zombie Doctor Strange, I loved, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I just have to say, like, it was, I loved every horror moment in it. I, I thought it was unexpected and fun, and I, I'm waiting for more. That's it. Same, Raimi, we're waiting for more. <laughs> We are waiting. I know you're listening. I think Sam Raimi really took this opportunity to say a couple of FUs, in, especially when killing off the Illuminati. Yes. But I, I think the, the horror scene that sticks out most in my mind is both the most horror to me and the most to personally Sam Raimi scene in the movie is the reflection scene I when they're in the temple. I for someone to bring it up. Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just the way it's shot, the way it's cut, the, the camera's like at angles. It's very oh, Sam yes. Raimi. It's very like Evil Dead. And it's very horror Like, she's coming. <laughs> she's, coming she's coming through. And to add on to that really quickly, the scene of her like between two realities, like reaching up for her kids and it's like shot like the camera's like on the ground with her that i like it doesn't leave my mind like elizabeth olsen i'll say that later but like all every award yeah ever oh my god her acting was i've never seen anything like it in the mcu yeah what were you gonna say chase i well i was gonna add on to joey's point about the reflections and just say i just lived i i think it was is so horror and it was also i don't think on purpose but very mcu because we see reflections used similarly in moon knight and that was really really Mm -hmm. fun again i think it was a happy accident but to see reflections used in this sort of communicative way almost like able to like teleport and not teleport but like you know move through it it kind of reminded me of moonlight Mm -hmm. too which i really appreciated Hey, and maybe it's a reflection of all of our traumas out there. You know what? It's okay to talk about our feelings, everyone out there listening. Chase, I'm so glad you brought it back up because you reminded me what I was going to say. You said, like, it's the most, it's the least MCU thing so far. But I think that's the beauty of this. And it's what I have loved about Phase 4 since it's begun, with the, maybe with the exception of Black Widow. The right. MCU in Phase Four is being rewritten, and it's a—it's maybe, it's a positive and negative about this movie. It stumbles a little bit, in my mm-hmm. opinion, mm-hmm. with being a new. There's, we're starting from scratch. The Infinity Saga is over. 
and we have a new thing. And the MCU has to evolve. And I've talked about it on Krypton to Alderaan before. I think pop culture has this responsibility to bring these things to the spotlight, like, you know, mental illness, dealing with emotions, it race issues like in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, all the right. things we're getting. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is the way the MCU evolves for the better. It mm -hmm. also is the way it evolves into the multiverse. Like we're getting really nuts and we're getting very comic booky. The most comic booky, okay, yes. so a big purple dude shows up with the glowing glove and punches people. That's very comic booky. We didn't get there for 10 years. <laughs> but now we're breaking into other universes and all of this very comic booky stuff. Yes. Power, mm -hmm. you know, uh, magic, warping reality, multiverse stuff. Closing off on what you said, because everything you said was great and I agree with it. I think also it just shows how uncomfortable people are with change, especially in cinematic universes. Um, and, you know, you want, you want to be like, right, about everything that's going to happen. You want to have a clear direction about where something's going to go. And to that, I just ask why. Like maybe question why you feel the need to like know every single thing that's about to happen in this universe or in the multiverse at this point. Um, because do you not want to be excited <laughs> and like experience like new things and new themes and character stories and, you know, all this stuff that we are going to get. I just don't know. I, I guess I'm just like, maybe think about why you just want to be comfortable with the media that you're consuming. And it's probably because you're just comfortable in your day-to-day -day life and you don't like want to think about things that are important and are like span across the world and the universe. Um, and I would just ask you to question those things because I do. Everyone should. Yeah. I think that's a great point. And I think people aren't, I think part of the reason why this movie is so divisive is, well, first of all, I would say kind of mismarketed and like they definitely were cutting things in, they're cutting trailers certain ways and writing syno official synopsises in certain ways <laughs> that was just trying to get people to go to the movie theater during a pandemic <laughs> so they can make their money. And that is an issue and they're getting feedback because of that. So that's one thing. <laughs> go ahead, Beza. I just have to say, if I was marketing this fucking movie, wait, I wrote it down. Hold on. <laughs> I wrote it down. Marvel, I'm I'm going to be done after this. Marvel is actually ridiculous for not marketing this movie like a real horror film, first I of all. I agree. First completely. of all, M Mother's Day weekend, it comes out it Mother's Day weekend. But yeah, they didn't lean into that. Exactly. They didn't lean into right. it. Mom is the acronym. Right. And it's a possessed mother trying to find her children and annihilating the multiverse to get to them. If this was marketed that way, people would be eating the shit up. But I have they have to have been eating it eating it up. It's insane. It would have been so much less divisive if they marketed it like you said and marketed it as it was in in the spirit in which it was made. But again, I think at the end of the day, the 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 money side of marketing really was buckling down trying to get people in the seats in the theater to watch this like big epic movie that's kind of like following the yep. success of spider-man which it should never have yep. been really you know what i mean it almost shouldn't even been called multiverse of madness it but, wasn't like, whatever. supposed like, to even come yeah, out it, right exactly 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 and so it's just so that's like a huge issue that i have in terms of like 
people's reception of it. And a lot of people can't separate that in their analysis, which is so frustrating. It's like, well, I didn't get what I want. Okay. Well that, okay. Sorry. I don't think that's like a a (laughs) critique, but okay. Um, But also people aren't used to like, I mean, hyper hyper stylization in marvel movies which again Mm -hmm. like people aren't used to that and on top of that i think people have forgotten the fact that despite the fact that all these movies are connected some of them are just stories that are very fun and somewhat self-contained like um, i I don't want to say filler movies but like a lot of movies in the mcu in the 10 years leading up to infinity war and endgame were Marvel filler movies on a technical level and a storytelling level, right? This sets up a lot of stuff that's going to pay off way down the line when we, when we talk. It's more about like conveying information about what a multiverse is, you know? Who are these mm-hmm. characters? What's an incursion? What are threats to mm-hmm. a multiverse? Like it really does a, a more of that like giving the audience information so that they can pay off like further down this phase. Um, but people, I think, aren't used to that. People are still like really... I don't know. People are just like wanting, wanting to have their cake and eat it to every single movie. You know what I mean? And, and I do think, uh, that kind of entitlement also leads to the fact of why Elizabeth Olsen isn't on social media. Let's maybe think about that too. Think about all of the women who have left social media mm-hmm. in our fandoms over the past several years because yes. of it's the other alarming. People. Um, I agree with you, Chase. I guess maybe maybe now we're into like what we think mm-hmm. worked slash didn't work. Yeah. So I agree with you, and I have a list here of because I saw and maybe maybe I shared this with Beza of a tweet that I saw that was like this did oh, nothing yeah. for the MCU, and just the idea of that rubbed me so much the oh, wrong way. Yeah. Because again, we're starting fresh, and we're trying. I can't imagine how hard it is to try to reboot sort of an entire cinematic universe when you've completed the Infinity Saga ended. Mm-hmm. You're on to something new. You have to start new. You have to introduce new characters. You have to introduce a new big bad. You have to introduce... You're rebooting the universe. Personally, I think the timing of this movie was a mistake. I think that it coming out after something like Loki or even Spider-Man with no... As, as a movie, you know, in the cinematic universe with no ties to what was set up in those, like we've, mm-hmm. we've, if, if this were the first thing in phase four, I think I would have felt more comfortable with it. But the fact that it's, we're like several things in and we've set up the multiverse, Wanda warping reality in WandaVision, Loki and Sylvie getting beyond the universe to Kang in Loki and everything that happened there with Kang the Conqueror or infinite Kangs and then busting the universe, the multiverse wide open in Spider-Man and not sort of connecting to any of those things kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. It Like just, just a little bit of a thread to propel us along. It just, it, it sort of didn't make sense to me that you would make this movie and not connect it to the multiverse things. Like, th- I guess the idea that all these multiversal cracks or breaks are happening independently was fine. And I thought that they would, it's expectation. I thought that they would connect in 
multiverse of madness and they didn't and it kind of feels a little bit weird and a little bit like well where is all of this going to culminate like we we i hope it's not just a sequel to doctor strange i hope it's a sequel to doctor strange and loki and spider-man and wandavision because we need kang like that was a big deal yes when that happened yeah. at the end of loki yeah so and i yeah. i totally agree with you and i think this is a big critique of mine of the movie is that if we leaned into America Chavez's real character in this movie, cause we didn't, a lot of that hopefully could have been solved. Um, I don't, I'm not a writer, <laughs> I'm not a director, so I don't exactly know how, but I do think the lack of emphasis on her character made that super apparent. Like you were saying, Joey, um, I think she could have easily been one thread to like make that all make a little more sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say, speaking on that point, Joey, like, it, like I left the theater and I was like, I loved that movie because it was batshit. Like, I just, I, it will always be one of my favorite Marvel movies because because of Sam Raimi's hands all over it, because of Wanda, because of so many reasons. Um, but it, but that being said, it is, it is the one of the clunkiest. And like le- least clean entries into the MCU, in a way that some part of me almost loves it for that. I'm like, oh my god, go off! Like disrupt, <laughs> disrupt it's whatever's madness. happening. It is, it yeah, is madness. Right. It's a very quo. meta experience where it's like, wow, this really is just like not. This is clunky. It's a clunky entry into the MCU. Um, I think it'll age like a fine wine. I think the rest of the MCU is going to help this film sit in the library really, really well. I think right right now it's like just kind of like like kind of like thrown onto the shelf but like once the rest like the rest of this phase fold out like folds out it'll kind of situate itself and feel a little bit better because i agree i I think that it did it we were missing a lot of that um Mm -hmm. also one more thing that i think that we were missing that i think it could have done better is is explaining how like they mentioned Kathan's name once which I think is a crime um I think we should be mentioning his name a couple more times and also kind of be doing a better job of like explaining the effects of the dark hold because it really would have helped with the people who are having a hard time accepting Wanda as the Scarlet Witch I mean because that's people had a hard time with that like we just talked about all that and I think if they really did a better job of explaining like or even, God forbid, Doctor Strange, this person who apparently is so smart, was able to identify that it really is the book. And I know he's like, this isn't you. But it's like, he's not saying that to empower her. He's saying that to, like, diminish her. He's saying, like, he, he's trying to control her. But if they if they just did took a little bit more time showing the Darkhold taking hold and, like, you know, and... Again, I think that if they decide to, like, keep going with, like, Darkhold lore that will read well back on this movie. But I think that was one thing that they also could have done better for Wanda's case. Mm-hmm. Kind of random, but that was just one more thing that I think they could have done better. And dropping a building on Wanda. Yes. Okay. It was a Did... really frustrating. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh. Well, no, you go ahead. Cause I have a whole thing here. To, I'm, I just to am saying, all I will say is that I'm very excited to listen to this whole thing because that was a very frustrating end for me for, uh, for Wanda. Did I interrupt you as well, Beza? 
No, I I think I'm going to respectively agree with what you're about to say or retrospectively <laughs> I should say, but I the like re-traumatization even in her death is like heartbreaking to like you know her beginnings of like being crushed her family being crushed by in a building mm-hmm. and then her perishing in a build uh, being by being crushed by a building is like we're not talking about that enough. We just don't talk about that enough. Yeah. And you know what's so sad is all those people who villainize Wanda aren't going to be sympathetic towards her in, in that specific regard, in that re-traumatization, which is just a crime mm-hmm. because you're right. But you go on, Joey. Well, first I want to ask, in the Darkhold comics, does it explain why some people get the eye on their forehead and some people don't? No, no one actually has a third eye in the in the most recent Darkhold series. Hmm. that's uh you know come on let's get some answers here (laughs) no i i don't really care so what i'm i guess my lead in is long i'm sorry we've gone long but man i've been anticipating this conversation something i think this movie did very well is the arrogance of the illuminati and i think there's something very meta to that but the sheer arrogance of this group of people and the idea that there's only that the the easiest way out is always killing the person or the thing oh, that yeah. is putting them in danger Brutal. Like killing their strange instead of like we've been talking about with Wanda not having a sports system killing their strange was the easiest thing for them to do instead of offering him help so and that's just so much that group of people and then reed richards being introduced and you know he was like when you introduced me introduced me as the smartest man on earth or whatever right right but not smart enough to like understand how to this it's a it's like a comic booky expectation that i have for reed richards for him to like maybe expect wanda he put he pontificates a little bit about how the greatest threat to the multiverse is dr strange but they have no nothing in place to protect them from you're not gonna stretch your way out of this one man like (laughs) how do you not know that yeah and then uh, and then like fast forward to the building dropping on wanda killing their strange was the easiest thing for them to do Dropping that building on Wanda was the easiest thing to do. There was no support system in the. I don't. I don't know how to say this because I'm also not a writer. But in the writing or in the group of people that exist in this movie, I will say that I really hope this leads into the Illuminati. In you know what the 616 i absolutely hate that they named this universe Uh and that they named it 616 Mm -mm. this is such a continuity issue why would you do that oh my goodness first of all (laughs) i've been under the like impression that this is the ultimate universe which i think is 1610 Mm -hmm. to name it the 616 which is the main comic book continuity universe blows my mind that you would let those words be uttered out loud right now 
you, I mean, there's no pigeon holding you because there you've gone so far out from it already. But I, I kind of have a problem with that where you could have just as easily called it something else or not called it anything at all. Also into the spider verse already has dibs on that. And I think that creates a problem because you could expect all of these different things to be within that multiverse, including the into the spider verse multiverses. But now there's a six one six into into the spider verse, and there's this six one six. That bugs me. What else was I? Go- oh, I would I. What I was getting to before about hoping that this leads into more Illuminati stuff. I would love to see like a 616 Illuminati formed by Tony. This is how like this is how the Hulk ends up on Sakaar mm. in the comic mm-hmm. books. So it'd be really cool to see the Tony played that all out and like rigged the Quinjet to go there and then the Hulk finds out and then we get World War Hulk. There's a lot of Hulk stuff I'd like to see in the MCU cuz we haven't seen it all. Hell yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I guess that's all. And also, now we've seen John Krasinski as Reed Richards. It's done. Oh, I don't. And I didn't like it. So I'm glad we, I'm glad we did Get that. Now over, it's over it. Now we can put uh, Raul Coley. Is that how you say his name? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Give it that to him. That would be incredible. We could just do it better. And also, let's make them better. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In the words of Elizabeth Olsen, I have never met that man. Like, I literally, I don't know who. uh, John Krasinski. I forgot his name. You're like, I don't know him. I don't don't know his name. I actually don't know him. Um, I, yes, I agree with you. Um, I rambled. And I think. I have a lot of feelings about this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good and bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ab- like any movie should. Where would I'm not saying there shouldn't be criticism. Oh yeah, no, uh, yes. Um, where would everyone like rank this? Does this make your top three Marvel movies? Does it make your top four? Does it make your top five? Does it make your top ten? Where is this with everyone's uh, favorite Marvel movies? For me, I think it's top four in the top four. I would say top three. Or two. Love that. And I'll say because I am a Marvel fan, but I, this movie, like, I enjoy this movie on its own. I think my catch-ups with the movie are because of the universe. And so as a movie itself, I loved it. Yeah. Did I, did I wish, you know, certain things happened because I know all of this other context? Sure. But also these movies are planned years in advance, decades sometimes. Um, so it's like, we will get the answers. I think we're all just impatient. Right, right. <laughs> There's so many early phase MCU movies that had absolutely nothing to do with the greater MCU or that right. never answered. Like everyone's favorite MCU movie for some reason, <laughs> sorry, is... Winter Soldier. Oh, Nothing to do with that. anything. That was everyone's favorite for such a long time. Oh, God. I would say top five. I, Definitely top five. Yep. I would say top three or two. I take my and, back. Mm-hmm. I'd say top three or two. Honestly, most of them are in phase four. Oh, phase four think... is the only phase for me. I'm like, I like, it's kind of odd. Like, I almost like don't even feel a need to go back and watch anything else. I'm like, I could just live I, in phase four Marvel and be 
perfectly. I would fed. say I would say the same thing besides Black Panther. Oh, and yeah, there's exceptions for sure. Yeah, for sure. But I do think as much as people hate it, I just have a soft spot for Captain Marvel. Um, it's the '90s. That's why. That's the soft spot. It's the just a girl um, fight montage. Isn't it just a girl? Yeah, no literally. Doubt song? Yeah, something. Yeah. Honestly, I love that movie. I don't understand why there is a problem with that movie. But I remember before it came out, re- like going on Rotten Tomatoes and seeing all the negative reviews before the movie came out, and thinking of mm-hmm. that scene from Parks and Rec of the dude who's like the. Uh, the men's rights activist, dude. Yes, very <laughs> Those bad. were exactly the reviews that were happening. No, I think, I think that's a good theme in Marvel is the men's rights <laughs> activists. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think Black Widow is up there for me. And me too. No Way Home Love is up there for Black me. Widow. And Doctor yep. Strange, Multiverse of Madness is up yep. there. So I'd say most of my stuff is in phase Same. four. I almost feel like for me, No Way Home and Multiverse are tied. But I actually like multiverse more because it's like mm-hmm. because she's the underdog at this point. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's like just something... everyone's everyone's rooting for Peter. Yeah, and I'm like, I mean, like, everyone. It, yeah, yes. I just don't know what changed between WandaVision and this movie because everyone loved WandaVision. Okay, so for Except me, all, part of of that... all of my oh. co-hosts, all of my co-hosts hated WandaVision. That's a different story. We're talking <laughs> shit after we sign off. But wait, no. But this is kind of to my point of why I wish they. They spent more time with the lore of the Darkhold because that is something that could have bridged the gap a little bit. I agree with you. Can I ask one last question? I know we've gone long and have we talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah, if you're Can still I listening, shout out. <laughs> yeah, shout yeah. out to you. You're doing great. I think this is the longest Fear Queers episode hold your ha- probably hold ever. Your, hold your head up high today. Thank you for listening. I'm so <laughs> sorry. This is what happens when you bring Don't me Don't be on. sorry. No, this is what happens when the three of us have, haven't talked about this movie with each other yet, and we just decided to do it on air for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> and happened and to we record still, it. By the way, I still could talk about a million other things about this movie. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> There's just one last question I want to ask, because Beza triggered it with talking about Captain Marvel. How would Captain Marvel die from having like a statue fall on her? If she's flying through, (laughs) if in another universe, she's flying through spaceships being like punched by the power stone. How would that happen? I, I actually saw, I saw a video on TikTok that I'll send to you. But it, it it broke it down kind of perfectly. And it showed Wanda taking her power. Oh, sweet. You could see Absorbing. it. You could she see it in the movie. Power. You could yeah. you you can see it like being absorbed. And I think that like opened up the humanness of Captain Marvel. And that is what allowed the statue. I do I still think it's pretty lazy. I will say that. Um I don't think it was the best death at all. And I think it was kind of ridiculous, but it made sense but i don't think it was good (laughs) it does make sense and i apologize for my ignorance but also then you're you depower the there's just something a little bit icky about depowering the captain america that happens to be a character of color and not having done it too yeah yeah you introduce you introduce this character as a character of color and then that's Mm -hmm. what happens strip her power yeah Yep, that's well that's that is what happens I guess when we bring women, people of color, queer people to the MCU and like 
maybe they don't know how to be handled correctly yet. Yes. I mean, will they ever in any media? Well, we'll see. And that was kind of the thing too <laughs> with Multiverse of Madness. Like, I get it. It's Doctor Strange's sequel. But I would have loved a woman. Like, as much as I love Sam Raimi, I'm also like, I would have loved a woman to at least write it. If if, if Sam Raimi's going to direct it, I wish a woman wrote it. You know what I mean? Like, I, was, I just hope that there's like a majority of women and most i mean just a majority of women working on wanda's arc as it continues that's what i hope i mean i don't know what the case is in the comics and a lot of times i think wanda's handled really really well in the comics especially the most recent darkhold series she has such such a gorgeous ending to her arc um so i'm really hoping that 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 they let the women kind of carry wanda and you know what i also believe in lizzie Lizzie like would not sign on to something if she didn't think it was good for Wanda. You can really tell in the way that she talks about Wanda on the red carpet for Multiverse of Madness. I what I loved more than anything is the way that she's been like I I like I love the way Wanda's character is going because it's it's showing that there's like there's like again kind of what we talked about earlier which is like this like breadth of like emotional experience but also like it's 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 keeping things fresh for her character and it's giving making her character more dynamic than any other character in the MCU. So it's especially especially women yes. characters in the MCU that haven't had the chance to like this is a whole other fucking episode but haven't had a chance because they don't get a story arc. Exactly. So like I'm praying that's why I'm praying for America Chavez at this point. I'm like Yes, you introduce her and like, yeah, okay, representation, but also like, then what? I, what comes out? I will that? say with all, I will say most all the young Avengers aside from Kate and Yelena have been like plot devices. Billy and Tommy, plot Absolutely. devices. So I don't, so part of me is a little bit more forgiving on that. It, it, it was exhausting mm-hmm. though. And it was very like lazy just to have America Chavez just be a, a plot point, um, a plot device. But I will, that's the only devil's advocate thing. Um, is that I, you know, a lot of the Young Avengers, I think, are just on, only being introduced. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I think I think we were like fed with Kate and Yelena. Yes, and, and, we want, and we, I'm, now I'm just like, hello. Yes, and I want America. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes, America. <laughs> you. <laughs> no. Yes, Miss Marvel. No, I'm not all about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> not that America. Um, yes, not this America. One. Okay. Said, any closing thoughts? I just love you both, and I love you, Joey, and I'm so happy that and you're I here. I love you all. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna piggyback off of what you said. I really love you both, and I'm so glad that we've become like podcast friends, and that I you know. have me I know. on your podcast to talk about this stuff for so long i'm so sorry it's gone so long stop but do not apologize wanda's gonna come for <laughs> you actually everyone, in that case she's coming apologizing and she'll come for everyone you. always yes. says that to me someone needs to write a marvel movie about someone who just apologizes all the time and then all the dude bros are like meh, meh, meh. Yeah. anyway no but yeah no this is great i really appreciate y'all having me on to talk about this stuff and and all the texts and the group texts and all the stuff that we do now because we're podcast friends. Yeah, I know. I love it. It's we are across across the states, uh, <laughs> the states of multiverses. We are yes, podcast buddies. Where can people find you, Joey? People can find me. You can listen to my podcast, Krypton to Alderaan. I personally do recommend it. Uh, you can find it anywhere. <laughs> I do too. I do too. <laughs> I've had <laughs> Chase and Beza on both separately and together a couple times. Um, I most recently interviewed a 
someone who's an animation writer, he oh, yeah. writes for animation in LA, it was a really great conversation, talks kind of about what he does, but also the plight of the animation worker. They're like fighting for equal pay and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff that you deserve to make money. Love it. Anyway, go listen to Krypton Alderon, available wherever you get podcasts and you can find me on all socials at Krypton to Alderon. Just search Krypton to Alderon and I'll be there. Um, do you, first of all, do you want to spell that out for people who don't know how to spell Alderon with two A's? <laughs> you just want me to sing the song that we Maybe. do? Maybe. I love your song. Maybe. I love your thing. We'll song. also, we'll put it in the show Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes <laughs> yeah. too. In the show notes. So that's Krypton, K-R-Y-P-T-O-N, two, A-L-D-E-R-A-A-N. Amazing. Um, <laughs> also, awesome. are you planning on doing a, um, a Multiverse of Madness episode with your co-hosts? I think we will talk about it. Everyone has seen it to this at this point. Um, I'm I don't have a good feel for how much we'll get into it, but we are definitely we'll going to talk it. about it. Okay, yeah. great. I'm excited to hear it. Um, where Me can too. they find us, Chase? Oh well, you can find <laughs> you can find us on um, Instagram LGBTQVHS and Twitter at FearQueersPod. Um, you can also email us at FearQueers at gmail with any questions, comments. Um, movie TV suggestions, or if you just want to kiki ma ma ma. Um, do we want to rate this out of kiki ma's and then sign off? I would give it four and a half yes. out of five kiki mamas. I would give it four and a half out of five. I agree. Okay. Oh my God. Wow. Kind of slay. It is unanimous. We're like the Illuminati up in here. I think we should start. No, boo. <laughs> I'm so glad we didn't talk about the horrific slaughter of the Illuminati because we skipped as much as it. we that's could. All, that's all. That's as all much as we that's could. All I got in me. That's all I have in me. <laughs> um, are you going to do gay frights with us? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. Amazing. Okay. Um, thank you all so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. And if you um, have some time, you know, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really helps the show. But more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What? But more than anything, um, Wanda is queen. And until next time. And slay. <laughs> gay. Gay. Brides. Brides.